This podcast is brought to you by Marcus Rodriguez. If you're looking to buy or sell your home in this competitive market, look no further than Marcus Rodriguez. That kind of rhymed unintentionally. You can find him at www.myrealtormarcus.com or email him at info at myagentmarcus.com. Once again, if you're looking to buy or sell your house in this competitive market, please look no further than Marcus Rodriguez. His number is 209-554-1715. Once again, it's 209-554-1715. This podcast is also brought to you by Alien, a new fitness wear company on a mission to support mental health. Alien features high-quality men and women's activewear designed to help you reach your goals both in and out of the gym. There are over 7 billion people on Earth, many that struggle with anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, or just feeling like you have no one that cares. If you feel this way, just know, you are not alone. A percentage of all sales goes... Sales and proceeds are donated to suicide awareness and prevention. Please shop alien.org. Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk and Whatnot. I'm your host, Micah Daly. And if you're new to this show, this is a podcast where I highlight the talented individuals who live within the Central Valley of California, as well as people in general who are passionate about what they do. Once again, I'm going to remind you guys about reviews and downloads. Make sure you're downloading every single podcast you listen to on whatever podcast that app that is. And if you're using Apple Podcasts, leave a review on Real Talk and Whatnot and what you think about the show. It really helped out the show, and I'd appreciate to hear the feedback. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you're leaving a thumbs up on every video. Make sure you're commenting on it, and make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. It really helps out the show, and it allows me to figure out how many people are really listening to this thing. Because, you know, podcast stats suck, and I have no idea how many people are. Alrighty, let's just jump into today's episode. Today, I am joined by one of my best friends, Brian Womack. Brian is a dear friend of mine. I've known him since third or fourth grade, and we have remained friends all the way through college and even till today. Um, Brian was went to school in Missouri at, I don't remember the school's name, but he was a part of the Bearcats, and I know that. Ha! But uh, anyways, ha, I was at a growl. I don't know. Anyways, uh, so Brian came on the podcast, and he shared uh, so a part of his life that he he hasn't talked about that openly. I mean, he's talked about it openly to people, but not in this format to where people that he doesn't know are going to hear him. So uh, Brian was, if you guys don't know Brian, Brian was diagnosed with testicular cancer. Uh, I believe it was f- f- spring of 2019. I, something Somewhere along those lines. He was uh, diagnosed with testicular cancer, and it was on a break between school. So he was back in California. He found out the news, and then he went back to Missouri to finish his PT program. And so during while going to school, he was also fighting testicular cancer. And in this podcast, we get into it. We get in, we get into it. We, uh, we talk about his struggles. We talked about everything that he went through. We just talked about the whole process and how he dealt with it. And I think the way that he dealt with it was in such a great way. He was just, you know, always had a level head on himself. It was, wasn't like moping that he had cancer. It was like, well, this is life. This is what we got to do now. And this is what we're going to do. It wasn't, no, he didn't, you know, he didn't sit there and mope about the fact that he had cancer. He just kind of was like, well, this is a part of life. I still got to go to school. I still got to do this stuff. He talked about how important it was to have a solid rock and foundation. And for him, that was his wife, Haley. And I'm just so glad that they found each other and that they can be together and that he did beat cancer. So this is that story with Brian Womack about how he fought cancer, how he beat it, and how he dealt with the emotions and everything that came along with it. We also got sidetracked a crap ton, and you even hear a disgusting medical story of mine recently. So if you stay late enough in the podcast, you're definitely going to hear that. But what, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome Brian 
Womack. This is it. Real talk. One nine. Real talk. That's real talk. Real talk. Real talk. This is a Central Valley podcast where I have uh, coffee cups with uh, udders and a cow shape. Cheers, Brian. Eat your meat. <laughs> Eat more chicken. It's funny that like the beef and the chicken industry, like mm-hmm. it's like eat more chicken and the All beef right. has its own thing and then milk has its... Milk uh, is wild. It, yeah, and it's like, we're the, aren't we like the only animal that drinks milk after... I think so. ...their babies, basically? Yeah, yeah, but you know, the milk industry just told us to get strong bones and what have you. I mean, I think it's working for both of us <laughs> pretty strong. Do you, both do you drink fractured. milk? No, I don't. What do you drink? What, what's your substitute? Um, for what? For I just, milk. I just don't really use it in anything. But um, like, if you were to, like, you don't have like, if you ever were to have cereal. Oh, I would just use milk. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not like I'm anti-milk. <laughs> I just don't really drink it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I also don't like eat cereal. I've been drinking this lactose milk, and so it's just normal milk, but it doesn't have the. Is it lactose or lactaid? I know. I think the I think the brand name is lactaid. Ah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it doesn't have the lactose from the milk in it. Oh, I and apparently it makes your body. I understand. <laughs> Everyone's like, well, "What are they talking about right now?" I thought you were saying <laughs> that it was called lactose, which wouldn't make any sense. Oh, there's yeah, no, no lactose. Yeah, yeah, yeah no lactate. That's what it is. Lactate. So, Brian, why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> oh, hey. So I'm Brian. I'm a high school friend. High uh, school childhood friend. That's true. We've yeah, known each other since well, that one picture said 2006 that we just looked at. Um, it was like I think I was in kindergarten. You guys are in first grade. No, we were. I felt like growing up, we were always two years older than you. But then, I and skipped then, a grade and then you skipped school. a grade and you became one year. Yeah. Because when what year are you born? Ninety four. Oh no! So but it's you're November all, as well. Oh, so it's like the cutoff of. Uh, I don't know when the cutoff is. I was homeschooled. <laughs> How was that? I mean, like, I mean, I know, I mean, I know how it was because I was with you the whole time, but like, it was cool. What do you think your transition was from from going from homeschool to high school? I feel like I was just a little socially awkward, mm-hmm. but that hasn't stopped. Um, I mean, it was just like, weird uh, being inside a classroom, mm-hmm. I guess. And like, yeah, like I would just always do work on my own time mm-hmm. and just kind of pump it out. And Carol, my mother. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she was my teacher to help me out. But yeah, it was it was different just sitting down for however long. A few hacks days were long. Well, yeah, right? we had like an hour and a half class every single class. And we only had like three classes a day. Yeah, which was cool until no, they got rid of yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> They got rid of your last year, your senior yeah. year, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that everyone was like, they had like a whole walkout. Like everyone was like trying to protest this and like yeah. have like basically like pro- yeah, protest about fucking... <laughs> No, they wanted to keep block schedule and yeah. I get six periods. But I feel like it's a pretty shitty way to teach high school. Which way? The six periods or the block? No, I think the, no, block, I mean, I love block, but mm-hmm. it's shitty if you have, if you had like end of the semester testing, that'd be okay. But I remember taking a math class in the fall and then like getting tested on it in, in May. And so like, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cause I forgot all of this because I stopped doing it for six months. Yeah. I feel like it would have worked if they just tested you at the end of the year. Or at the end End of the the semester. semester. Yeah. And then you'd have it accurate. But that's what the argument was. They were just like one of two schools. Yeah. uh, Anybody else did that? It was like, I I think we were like the only one in the district that did. Yeah. For sure in the district. But I think in like the whole state. Because it was state testing that you take at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. 
so they can get their money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how's the Missouri? What a what's what's the summer like over there right now? It's pretty humid, but it's I think it's only getting up to like ninety degrees or so. But let me tell you, that humidity kills. Well, I'm sure ninety degree humidity is just yeah. You just start sweating when you walk outside, but it's cool. I mean, I work inside. But what do you so like? Well, like let's say, you, like when you walk outside, do you get pretty instantly? Yeah, I mean, I get pretty sweaty. Yeah. I'm a sweaty dude. No, I'm a sweaty dude too. Yeah. That's why, like, I'm like asking yeah. you because, like, I feel like even like just getting like walking out and then going to your car. Yeah, and then I mean, your car's hot AF. So, but is it different? Is it like at least your car's a dry heat inside? Nah, it's still hot as shit. Because I mean, the humidity is going to get in your car. Yeah. It's just going to seep in. Oh, I, I guess. guess. Yeah, it's yeah, not so like it's. it's gonna uh, be, yeah, it's not just like air locked away from the outside world. Does your AC help though? I mean, obviously AC helps, but yeah. like, but I'm still driving the Corolls Royce. Corolls Royce, yeah, for a couple more months, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just bought a new car. Got my first real job. Yeah, so I bought like, a new car. Yeah, like, exactly. Like I'm other. glad. I honestly didn't know that you. Uh, I thought you were still doing that other job that we had talked about prior. Oh, yeah. And so, but this job is like way better. And so you're a physical therapist. That's what you are? Technically, no. What are I'm you? I'm glad you asked. It's occupational therapy. Occupational. So it can do a lot more things, not like do them better necessarily from PT, but you can do work in a lot of different settings. So you could work like early child care. You'd be in the NICU. Mm. Um, you could work with individuals who have disabilities. Um, whether they be physical or like cognitive, uh-huh. and so is occupational more like? Is it like because is physical therapy more like athlete type things, or and like occupational is more like what you think of just like helping people get back to work and back yeah. to normal? I got you. Yeah, so it really depends on the setting. So like, for instance, my job, I'm a hand therapist, mm-hmm. and I work in a physical therapy clinic. So we could both see sports people. Mm. But in, let's say, the rehab hospital, after you've, you know, God forbid, have a stroke or, yeah. and you're, you know, making your recovery, mm-hmm. occupational therapy is going to focus on like making sure you can go to the bathroom or making sure you can brush your teeth. Just daily, kind of, like daily tasks, pretty much. We call them activities of daily living. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, you're brushing your teeth, you're taking a shower, going to the bathroom. You're like walking, just like walking. Is PT a physical therapy? Yes, physical oh, therapy. Okay. So they're going to so, work. Yeah, occupational is more like like hand stuff. Almost. I mean, no, not Just doing things. Doing things, but like yeah. that kind of comes, and then more physical is like when you're actually walking. Yeah, moving, they're like getting them to like walk upstairs. Or, mm-hmm. um, but they're also because a lot of the times with strokes, you might have one side right that's mm-hmm, a little that, weaker. Mm-hmm. So it's getting pretty, that whole side. Uh, yeah, it's like neuromuscular education. Do people re- go from occupational therapy to physical therapy? Like it's in certain instances, like, like patients. Or? Yeah, patients. Like, oh, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, let's say, like, you get them to a certain point, and then, like, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, now you need to move to physical therapy. So, in the rehab hospital, you do them at the same time. Oh, so you'll okay. see OT for 50 oh, minutes, really? and then you'll go probably straight to PT for 50 minutes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's why they get people out pretty quickly in the rehab hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so sometimes. If they're still pretty, if the patient's still pretty messed up, um, they may transition to like a, a mix between a hospital and an outpatient setting. So it's, you know, they like go home, but they spend a long time 
at therapy that day, like five hours. Damn. And yeah, that was my other field work. That was the other job that I had uh, accepted. It's called oh, the Day Institute. So you would be with people a lot longer? Yeah, you'd be with them. Well, no. Not me personally. I would still see them for about an hour, yeah. but then they would go to PT oh, for an hour. Oh, but they would just do their like, it's almost yeah. like a school for getting better in mm-hmm. reality. Yeah. That's kind of interesting to think of it that way. Like, yeah, it's not. just like you guys are a university and <laughs> crippled people who come in and then you make them not crippled anymore yeah. or help them. I'm sure no one's ever thought about that. No, physical yeah. therapy in that way, but never know. I thought of it, but it's okay. Oh my god, everyone's minds work differently. Yeah, yes. Oh, so then, and then, have you always been a physical therapy major? No, no, no. occupational uh, therapy. No, but but like, but you were a physical therapy major, right? Before, oh, like, no, I no, got my like the AA, whatever, right? Oh, that was a kinesiology. Kinesiology. That's yeah. what everyone. I'm not everyone, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, a lot of people who are going into anything like that. Get, mm-hmm. What else can you do with kinesiology besides like physical therapy and stuff? You could be a personal trainer, like you just would like health have to stuff, take the, or I guess a strength and conditioning coach. You would just have to take the certification. I think it's like the CSCS. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I mean, I like, heard it's pretty hard. Is it so? It's just like physical education, though. That's kinesiology, pretty much, right? Yeah, that's like yeah. What it is. I guess you could do. Have you heard of Driveline? It's uh-uh. a baseball thing. So, oh, Trevor Bauer is a big fan of them, mm-hmm. but you know we can't talk about <laughs> it too much right now. Um, we won't even know what, what's happened by the time this comes out with him. That's true. Who knows? He'll be back. He could be back. Punching <laughs> buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what were we the talking? Timestamp. Oh, we we're talking about physical therapy. Oh, not physical therapy. We we're talking about uh, kinesiology. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. They could like so a kinesiology major might have the skills to do a biomechanical breakdown of like your body movements mm-hmm. on the mound, and that's essentially. You know, very simply put, that's what Driveline does is they get a you know breakdown on the computer. There's some cool, oh, really? there's some really cool programs out like there. Like each specific yeah, individual, Yeah, so you'll right? see like each joint and how they're moving in relation to the spine. Really? Because pitchers are pretty high tech these days. Well, and isn't like, I mean, pitchers are also interesting because pitchers is one of those things where like, yeah, you can have like the correct way to throw, but mm-hmm. then you have guys who just... Yeah. Don't throw like any conventional, or you know, like sidearm, underarm, just yeah. like freaking. Oh yeah, and it's crazy because talent is definitely given in on like pitching because mm-hmm. you could have perfect mechanics and still throw seventy five. Yeah, but you know, we're all the Chapmans out there <laughs> throwing hundred and three still. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. He's also. Have you seen pictures of him working? Or I don't think I have. That dude is yoked, ripped. Yeah, it is very crazy. I would not want to get. No, no. Who else throws the heat? Who? Alec McCauley. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Alec McCauley, Athena. McCauley throws hard. Throws the heat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like sick. McCauley threw harder than I did. That dude, little tiny guy, just threw the ball so hard. Yeah. So, how, how, how so you, you guys played, what was, what, or you guys played college ball, but like, so how hard did you throw? Cause you played like even, after what, what I don't know what D whatever you were. Oh yeah, I played D two baseball. D two baseball got a full red scholarship. Yeah. So we uh, out here. Was it Southwest Baptist University? Bearcats. The right? Bearcats. <laughs> apparently, Bearcats smell like popcorn in the wild. Really? That's it's in like the brochures at SBU. It's hilarious. I'm just like okay, I believe you. And here's a fact about Bearcats. Yeah. They smell like popcorn. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean by that? Yeah, like what? 
Are you telling me like it literally like I'll be like, oh, it smells like popcorn <laughs> in the woods. Or like attacks. you gotta like like what is a bear cat? Like what family is it in? Is it bear or the cat? bear cat family? <laughs> is it in uh I think it's like in Asia. It's not in the United States. But but like what is it? Like <laughs> you don't know what I mean? Like yeah, look it up. It's like um I think it's kind of like small like a ferret maybe, but maybe bigger. I don't know. I don't think we have like real pictures of bear cats up at SBU. I just remember you'd always bring bass like swag bags, basically. I got you, dog. You'd be like, here's some random uh, gear from my school. Like, yeah. you could give me. Oh, it's pretty ugly, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> the Cincinnati Athletics wrote about the bear cats. Oh. Cincinnati. Oh, no. This is talking about the University of Cincinnati Bearcats. You fucking. Well, apparently you guys aren't the. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. That's a, D, that's a big ass D1 <laughs> school. Also known as a binturong, the Bearcat hmm. is an agile like cat in the canopy and less adept on the ground, walking flat footed like a bear. However, it's neither a bear nor a cat, <laughs> but it belongs <laughs> to the civet and mongoose family. It's almost like a ferret. I'm. We'll look back upon this, and I believe I said it looked like a ferret. Yeah, and then it's like, man, everything just says the same thing. It's neither bear nor cat. <laughs> it's sometimes referred to as a skunk bear. <laughs> oh, that's just terrible vibes all around. <laughs> yeah, so that was your guys' mascot. Huh? Oh, yeah. Did you guys have anybody like dressed up in a bear cat costume? I'm pretty sure they they it have almost like a looks mascot. Like, looks, like, like, must, he didn't go to your baseball games, man. <laughs> he wasn't Come over on. there. <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> Imagine being in an elf, a costume in the humidity. How was playing baseball in the humidity, man? You sweat pretty. Yeah. Pretty profusely. But like, does it, like your hands get clammy and affect your throwing? Yeah, my hands. I mean, I'm I'm a pretty nervous guy, so you know my hands were already clammy as it was on the mound. The real shitty part about playing baseball in Missouri was not the heat, the cold. The cold. Oh, so I guess you're almost we all year start around. in February. Oh yeah. Well, like games in February. So you're practicing. Oh, so you're pretty much oh. not too humid during the baseball, just in the off season. Yeah. So if you're like, well, just once you come back, the yeah. off season, like you're saying. So for the fall semester, because you play in the spring, you're practicing all the know? time. In yeah. The, in the humidity. And it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. It's a good time. That, yeah. So have you uh, pitched when it's snowing or no? Or how cold was it when you pitched? Was it cold? So it wasn't snowing, but my first game, right? First game playing in ever Missouri, in Missouri. I was just like, so it was, let me think about this. It was in February, 24 degrees outside, but it gets so much worse. It's there was wind? 20 mile an hour winds. Oh, so it was like, felt like, you know how they always do yeah. that? Oh, I, I love it. <laughs> Were you yeah, like, it felt like six degrees or something like that. And how are you even like, it's got to suck. I mean, if you're pitching, if you're catching, if you're. Yeah. Oh, dude. Hitting? Hitting, yeah. If you just hit a ball wrong? But is you guys have to use uh, wooden bats there, though? No, no, no. Okay. College uses metal bats. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that hurts like a bitch, too. No, that's worse, I or think. Or so I'm told. I think that's, I, well, I feel like I feel like metal's worse. Yeah. You know when you hit the ball, like, messed up, for, and like, or you hit it too close to the neck? Yeah. And it's just like. The handle. 
I, I feel like I feel like that's a good dis- the handle, but the the in part in between. Yeah, you could, isn't that what do you would you call that? I don't know what's called. I think it's I, you don't think it's a neck. A neck, handle, neck. Barrel. I mean, it's a handle, but I'm talking about between the handle and the actual. Yeah. Part you hit it. There's that weird. Yeah. Slow part. Yeah, I I know what you're saying. I just don't know what it's called. Baseball terminology. It could be, yeah. And uh, were you guys good on your team, or was it? Ooh. Or like, what was your? So. We weren't great, <laughs> but my senior year, we did set the record for wins in a season. Oh, for but, the school? Yeah, for the school. So, I mean, we were better, relatively good. I mean, arguably better than any of the previous teams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, arguably so. And how many games do you have in a season? There's 50 regular season games. Oh, wow, that's pretty, like, so is like two a week for... So... Sorry, I gotta take a drink out of my cow cup. It's like titty cup. I titty cup. <laughs> so the general setup, you know, you would sprinkle in buys and you know off days in there. But during like the league part of the season, we would have a Tuesday game, a mm-hmm. Tuesday night game. So we would play, you know, one team, and then on the weekend we would play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, against crap. one team. So you, oh, there's one team? Yeah. You have like a one, series against them? Yeah, so you'd have a three-game series. So uh, how far would you travel like on your away games? Like, Would you guys go back and forth every day? Uh, it depends how far. So how far did you go? So <laughs> thankfully, the farthest I would have had to go was Kearney, Nebraska. And, and thankfully, we got that? snowed out. So oh, I really? never had to make the trip. Yeah, they came to us to play because their oh, home they were field snowed was out. snowed. Yeah. So that one's like an eight-hour drive, but you know it's mostly like three, like a three. And you come inch. home on three-hour drives, or no? No, 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 no. So basically, an hour drive, you'd come home. Yeah, sometimes we would play like a Drury in Springfield, which is thirty minutes away. So we're for sure, you know, going back, yeah. back and forth. Or we, you know, sometimes I thought we should have stayed, but we actually drove home. So like an hour prob- and a half away. Yeah, and stuff. probably. Yeah. Which is that's tough. Or you just stay in hotels? Yeah, hotels. You know, you sleep uh, four dudes to a room, so you know you cuddle up with somebody in bed. For well, uh, yeah, two, two and two in each bed. Yeah, but yeah, I always had chill roommates, <laughs> no shenanigans. And the, well, that's it. That's interesting. Then how? I'm not trying to think. I don't know. You don't know? No, I was trying to think about a. I had a question, but I forgot it. Oh, I don't know. Well, I can talk about my senior year. Um, it's because you were there for four years? No, no. So I started at Merced College after I graduated high school. Redshirted my freshman year. And then I played one year at Merced College. Mm-hmm. And we had like every class together, I felt like. Yeah, we I did. Like, hey, I had more lot. classes with you than, than anybody, I felt like. Yeah, it was odd. Anthropology. That was a crazy uh, class. Uh, philosophy. Oh, great class. Yeah, that was a great class. We were like, me and you had the top scores. So they're like, all right, and this will be the curve for the, and it was like a night, it was me or you, but we booked like 98s or something like that. Yeah. And everyone's like, what the hell? Yeah. And it, but philosophy was one of those things where it was like, he had the test almost exactly like the study guide. So I'm like, yeah. how are you guys not doing? I really enjoyed that class. He was funny. He was like a weird, long hair, hippie yeah. looking dude. Are we talking about no, no. logic? Or, yeah, no logic. Yeah, we're th- talking about that. We're not talking about Arguez. Arguez is cool too. They're both also 
pretty similar in the sense that oh. like hippie dudes or why is a remember he would just get serious he would yeah dude at one point do you remember the story where he talked yeah. about <laughs> like yeah. all the bombs going off in like syria or something like that yeah. he would, like he was just like he got like super serious and he ended the class and he was just like you'll never really know what it feels like until you hold somebody dying in your arms yeah and he was just like good day yeah and all of us were like what like yeah. how are you just gonna end class like that he was very good at memorable lectures well it's at least parts from because i don't remember shit no well no yeah no i mean he had the, the he had when he told his personal stories they were really good but let me tell you that guy liked pottery more than uh, anything and i think it's anthropologist in general but like yeah it was tough. i was like hey like we've been talking about pottery for the past six weeks yeah what about like some Indiana Jones type shit? Yeah. yeah but he did yeah. have a couple of those stories too. He did. He was a cool dude. Yeah, he did then, a lot of cool stuff. And then he the giant sloths that are found like right out. It's like like yeah. close to here. They're like, they're finding yeah. like huge sculptures. So they were like taller than the building yeah. we were yeah, in. Yeah. It was like a three story <laughs> yeah. building. I was like, damn. I was like, how big are these sloths? Yeah. It's a big ass sloth. Damn. And then, uh, then we have geography together too. Yeah, dude. We had hella classes yeah. together. That was crazy. Oh, but anyways, after Merced College... I went to the Bay Area and played at a oh, another junior college, Antioch. Yeah, in Antioch, Los Madanos College. Pretty cool school. Um, I had a great time living with Dong and Macaulay and Leonard. It was cool. Derek Slate was also there. Was he at your house too? No, he wasn't. Oh, he just. Uh, but he's from Merced. There so. was enough room for him at that house. It, that house was humongous. It was. That was dope. And then, so how did you get recruited to, or like, you know what I mean? How do you go about like getting a scholarship? Because like, you almost like kind of like, yeah, you have to promote s- yourself to people, or you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there are services out mm-hmm. there. So a dude from Los Madanos, and I don't know if I ever met him, he set up like a recruiting deal to where it sends out like, like has a bank of schools, so like all all the schools mm-hmm. is really what it comes down to. And it sends like, makes like a nice letter for you, you know, puts in your link for some video yeah, footage your... and then it sends it off to hell of people and like customizes it. And then like the college have like probably agents or whatever. They have recruiters. recruiters yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every school has a recruiter. Uh, but for SBU, I don't know. Seymour never saw me play. Um, but I guess he saw some video. And he flew me out and then oh, really? offered me a full scholarship. Damn. Hella crazy, right? Yeah. I remember when you were going out there. Mm-hmm. It was cool. We were like, what's in Missouri, Brian? There's <laughs> not a whole lot. <laughs> well, St. Louis. There's not a whole lot down there. Oh, where you were? Yeah. It's the Springfield area, yeah, right? it's the Springfield area. So, I mean, Missouri State's there. There's so, some... there's two colleges close by? Oh, dude, there's hella colleges in oh, really? Springfield. Really? Yeah, well, you know, you got your small little colleges. Yeah, but like those the JCs and stuff. Yeah, and then private. So schools. Missouri State's there, and then Drury's there, so a private uh-huh. university, and then Evangel is also there, which is are they all uh, like religious schools almost? I think Drury used to be. Well, no, the other two sound like it. Evangel is definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Evangel is so religious. They like evangelists are the huge mega churches, right? Too or no? Bro, I don't know. I don't know either. Dude, the other day, it was a couple of years ago. <laughs> Haley, other day. It is the other day. Yeah. Haley and I saw the second Baptist church. Oh, the mega one? No. Well, it might have been mega, but it was ridiculous that it was the second Baptist church. Oh, ever? 
No. What are you That's about? just their name. You know how every first, it's always First Baptist Church. Yeah, yeah. There's a million of them. We saw Second oh, Baptist okay, Church. Yeah. I, was I, was like the, like, I said ever. Ever. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> it's probably it not be here the anymore. first, second Baptist yeah. Church. I, was, I, I feel like I've seen a third Baptist Church. I'm just like, wait, what, what do you guys teach then, that's yeah. different? And then you, that's weird. And then the, what about like Seventh Day Adventists or whatever? That church is weird. That means that I'm pretty sure that church is the one that had, they have church on Saturday and said the Sunday. I don't know. And you know, I'm probably, I mean, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're delving into the unknown. There's too many denominations. Yeah, and like, that's what I was crazy about Christianity is that there's so many things. And last night we learned from our friend Kayim, who's a very versed in the Bible, that uh, the whole Muslim religion, right, yeah. is is based off of Abraham's son yeah. that he had. He had mm-hmm. God. So God kind of impregnated his wife too. Remember she said that? Anyways, we don't have to get into that, but yeah, yeah. Abraham's second son is mm-hmm. what the whole Muslim religion is based on. Yeah, yeah. Kaim, you better be right, because I just said that. Yeah, I was going to say, YouTube fact checkers, <laughs> please look at these statements. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't know. You know. I'm sure some people who listen to this like, will go tell somebody else, did you know? <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> I think so. Spreading the lies. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It was really hard to tell if he was bullshitting us. No, he no, he. Well, he he sounded so serious and like he knew what he's talking about, and then at the end was like, I don't know though. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. You, you sounded so legit when you said that. Yeah, he sounded wow. Yeah. And then so oh, so how many years were you at Spoo? Yeah, I was there. So my junior senior year of baseball, and then I needed one more semester to finish up because I spent hell of time in college, or like undergrad. I spent hell of time there. <laughs> You're telling me, Brian. I also did. It's true, but it was cool because so I had that extra semester that I needed mm-hmm. and I wasn't on scholarship anymore but my coach was like hey we got you so he paid for me oh really yeah like the the school paid for me I mean it's cool so I got that free you had one more semester afterwards yeah right? so he just finished me out so you went how long did you go there to school three and a half two and a half two and a half two and a half yeah yeah but then my you graduated before, right? Or you know what I mean? Like yeah, you yeah. Walked, but, yeah, uh, I walked. Then, yeah. Walked in the winter and then graduated technically after I coached baseball. Oh, you walked in the winter? Yeah. Yeah. A, do they do a winter and a spring one? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, two commencements. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. My speaker, weird dude. Oh, yeah. You guys are kind of touching on that. Oh, yeah. He was just uh, like real Baptist. Like a very traditional, yeah. traditional, uh, like very very sexist Baptist <laughs> is how I would categorize him. Wasn't he just like telling you guys he's like women are whores at your? <laughs> he was, well, yeah, he compared. It's just so wild. Even my brother in law who was there was like, "What the hell, man?" Yeah, I was like, like, "I don't know." Uh, but he Brian's was like, like, "That's how we do it around here." Yeah. <laughs> he like he likened women who are whores to dogs at one point. I was like, damn, son, like we are in at a college. Isn't it supposed to be like a memorable or like, you know, it's supposed to be like a speech like, you know, go off into the world. He's just like, any girl who graduated (laughs) from here, (laughs) you're a dog. (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, what are we talking about right now? It was insane. I feel like, what what are you, are you guys considered Midwest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missouri's the Midwest. Midwest. Yeah, the Midwest is kind of weird though because it really goes like, Hella high up. Well, yeah. So, what's the highest Midwest? I'm pretty sure it goes all the way up to like Michigan. Yeah, Michigan's Midwest, huh? Well, I think I think the problem is there's like an actual Midwest, which I think of like you know Missouri, Iowa, Illinois, Nebraska, like those mm-hmm. fuckers right there. 
And then Michigan's like way up there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, and it seems like it's like it's based damn near Canada. Yeah, like, yeah, and we just don't get the same weather that Michigan gets. Mm-hmm. They get some cold ass weather. Yeah, well, anywhere like Boston, that whole mm-hmm. fucking I can I can never. Dude, even Chicago gets like considerably colder, or just like, oh yeah, the, the more well, it snows in there, right? Like it snows like a good amount and everything. Yeah, well, they are right next to that lake. I guess I don't know what the lake is called. It's one of the Great Lakes. Allegedly, oh, I don't even. I can't even. T- I don't even know. Is like it Lake Michigan. Uh-huh. I I couldn't even. What are those lakes called? The Great Lakes. They are. The, yeah, it's like I can't even name one Great Lake, man. Michigan, Michigan Lake, Lake Michigan, Lake Michigan, Michigan Lake, <laughs> Michigan Lake, <laughs> Lake Michigan, Lake Ontario, or isn't it Ontario? Train? Is that one? Lake Ontario. Fuck, I don't know. This I, is terrible. You got yeah, it. I got you. Okay. Great Lakes. Oh, here we go. Lake, oh, Lake Superior. Lake oh, I Michigan. bet you that's the one next to Lake Chicago. Ontario. Oh, oh right. good shit. Yeah, good shit. Is it in Canada? It's probably touching Canada, I bet you. Probably and touching Ontario. Lake Erie. Makes sense. And then Ooh. Lake Huron. Huron yeah. 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 It's all coming back. Yeah. Geography, man. Good thing we took it together. <laughs> that's so crazy. And then, uh, so your senior year. <laughs> Of what? Of baseball. Or, or no, so, I was. I mean. We're going for it? We're going for it. We're going for it. We're going for it. Cancer. <laughs> Everyone's like, why is he fucking laughing? Yeah. No. So, yeah. So, you have a story. Oh, yeah. So, after I coached some baseball and, you know, got were, my exercise science degree. You were here for like six months during that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I was coaching baseball. And then I went back. And hung out with my wife Haley because she was in PT school yeah. at the time, and I had just found out that I got into OT school at Maryville University in St. Louis. Yeah, and so this was after you graduated that we were just talking about after mm-hmm. the that that fall semester. Yeah, after the after you graduated. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you were here for six months, and then you went back, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, graduated in the winter, mm-hmm. right? So then the next one's the spring where mm-hmm. baseball is. So I coach baseball with mm-hmm. Wake. Got my degree at that mm-hmm. point, exercise science degree. And then I went back to Missouri because Haley was chilling mm-hmm. and I was about to move back anyways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, worked as a lifeguard at Oh, SBU. we forgot about that. Yeah, it was cool. I didn't do shit. I mean, yeah, do cool. lifeguards. Yeah, that's right. Save lives, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Have you ever, did you ever have to jump in the pool and save anybody? I had to jump in once. <laughs> but I, I was like already walking towards the kid because... I had seen him swim before. He told me that he could handle it, but I knew that he couldn't handle it. Um, but I wasn't going to stop this kid from jumping in. I was just going to go in and get him. You can't coddle these kids. Too yeah. many people coddle kids. You're right. He was in a rough place. <laughs> so you went back, visited Haley, or, or was yeah. it before you moved back, or while you were moving back? It was before, or what it? I'm saying because you had the six months. You said you were going visit back. You're visiting mm-hmm. your wife. Oh yeah, and then I got into OT school. So I started OT school in August of 2018. Mm-hmm. You know, had what classes did we have? We had like anatomy. It's really the only class I remember mm-hmm. from that semester because it's hella hard. Um, oh, I remember that you told me about just like how ridiculous, like that's crazy. Yeah, well, and how detailed the the human body is. It's like oh, you have so to cool learn thing. like every single thing about every single function. Yeah, it's so crazy. And then you have like cadaver lab, so you gotta go. Oh yeah, when you told me that, like that freaks me out. Honestly, it's really 
You just see dead bodies and you cut them open and Hella look inside bodies. them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I get why, but like, I don't think I could. It's crazy. It's, I mean, you know, it's pretty morbid, but it's nice when you're in the lab though, because you could have like their forearm cut uh-huh. off or, or, you know, the skin removed, uh, right? Okay. So you can see like their muscles, their tendons and all that. And you could look at a muscle, pull like, it, pull the tendon and you would see what the action oh. was. That is, I mean, like very helpful and yeah, useful exactly. for you guys. Yeah, but it is pretty morbid, obviously. Yeah. Did you ever dead. just like have like a leg? Like, do they ever cut it off? No, they, they, they want to keep like, it. We're working on our hands today. Everybody picks out a hand right here. <laughs> they do have like brains sitting oh. in like jugs and stuff for you to look at. Oh, and, like, man. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm a donor. That could be me one day, huh? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Definitely, yeah. It just smells like formaldehyde. If you've ever smelled formaldehyde, uh, yeah, I have. But one time I walked uh, by uh, what is it called a mortuary? Where they oh keep, yeah, and it's like oh, it stank. It stank like dead bodies. Like Damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Lindsay, we were walking, and we're like, oh, what does that smell? It smells like a dead animal. And then we looked, and it's a mortuary, and we're like, I like almost threw up because I was just like, like it was just like everywhere. Mm-hmm. And my, it was just in Flagstaff, Arizona. Damn, that mortuary. That's how it messed up. Probably too hot there. <laughs> just it's true, yeah. Just melting bodies instead of burning them. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyways, we're way off topic. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're going, we're going crazy. <laughs> All right, so cancer, cancer. We're back. January first, Haley and I go to the Rose Bowl. Want to throw that in there? I saw Urban Meyer's <laughs> yeah, last game at Ohio that. State. That was hella cool. But it was like January sixth, something like that. Um, I had to get a physical for OT school because I guess they want you to get physicals which is Mm -hmm. pretty helpful Um, and I went in to some random doctor to just get a physical and she felt my right nut and she was like hey you should go get this checked out because that's like uh, feels a little funky I was like oh shit so then you know being in the medical field I gave it a good feeling. I was like, oh, we're, we're fucked here, boys. Mm-hmm. It like, felt like a... It's just lumpy. You know, I mean, I've gotten checked multiple times. Yeah, I was going to say, you got it checked out. Though. No, no, I've got it checked out, but I mean, <laughs> never mind. I'm going to talk about my balls right now. <laughs> we're already talking about one ball. Why not bring another into it? <laughs> Speaking of one ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have one ball. Yeah, so you got it checked out. Oh, so from that point... Oh, yeah. So I got it checked out in Merced because mm-hmm. I was visiting. And then I, she told me that. And she was like, hey, you should go get this ultrasounded, you know, looked at by a urologist. Actually, she didn't tell me the urologist part. I just figured that out on mm-hmm. my own. Um, so I did that in Missouri. You know, took a little bit. Mm-hmm. Got into a urologist, Dr. Steven Schneider. Mm-hmm. The dude's yoked. I was like, damn, <laughs> you're jacked. Anyways. Dr. Steven Schneider, and he, um, yeah, felt my ball. He's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's testicular cancer. I can't tell you that it for sure is until after this ultrasound, but you have testicular cancer. I was Dang. like, huh? And what was that like? That like, just hearing that? Um, Where were you kind of? I was, I was prepared, yeah. but it still was pretty crazy feeling mm-hmm. just to have a doctor, a yoked doctor. Um, tell you that you have cancer is a pretty crazy feeling um you know i held it together for my boy steven yeah like, while cool. you were in there yeah i was yeah. like cool yeah sounds good um you know shed a couple of tears when they 
so they came in and confirmed like, it. Well, they took um, like blood samples because your blood um, they can test for cancer essentially mm-hmm. in your blood. So I get that done like all the time. Yeah. So they did that, and the blood levels actually looked pretty good. But I went to get the ultrasound, and she was like, "Yep, yeah, you've got a tumor on there." Damn! And so it was just was the tumor down there? It's just on your nut, on your nut, like attached to it. Yeah, it's cancer cells are like you know bad cells. They get into your mm-hmm. nut and they just grow like crazy people. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And like, so you were in Merced when you found out? No, I was in Missouri, in Missouri when, I when I found out. Yeah, out. I was in St. Louis. And then you like instantly call Haley? Or... Oh yeah, yeah. I called Haley, let her know. Um, you know. Cried a little bit in the car, yeah. and then I went back to class. Damn, just rocked and rolled straight through class. And then, uh, how far into your semester was this again? Oh, so this was like January, probably like late January. Mm-hmm. So pretty early on in the second semester of school. Um, but February sixth. So mm-hmm. Dr. Schneider was like, "Hey, we're gonna do this like next week." Yeah, we're gonna yeah do this like, ASAP. Yeah, he's like, "We need to move." So, I had the surgery on February 6th, I believe. And that was the removal? Yeah, so they just, yeah, put me under, you know, gave me a sweet scar. And and then they took the ball out. I asked them if I could keep it to give away as the sacco for fantasy football, but they said, we aren't going to give you live cancer cells. I was like, huh, it's fucked up. Yeah, well, it's like, I mean, you think I want to like... I guess, can, you, can you can you give cancer like, so like <laughs> I don't know like man. hey I, I got my so. ball <laughs> yeah I'm gonna force you to eat yeah. it and you'll get cancer <laughs> I feel like you can't but who knows no yeah, that's an interesting rule though and then that would be wild so then you had that surgery yeah so then they send the, the ball away so this could be also why they wouldn't let me keep it yeah they send it away it to a lab yeah to look at what type of cancer cells it is um and then I did a CT scan. And it showed that it had like spread all the way up in the the abdomen into the, like the lymph, lymph nodes, yeah, because yeah. that's the path that it travels. I uh, became well pretty versed in lymph nodes from oh. you during oh, this yeah. uh, time, yeah, because I didn't know what they were, were at all. But now I'm like, oh yeah, I remember like, my that conversation. My, like my if your throat's sore, you know, your yeah. lymph nodes get swollen, yeah, and just like in yeah, your armpits. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like uh, a lot of people have like my dad has like or used to have like you know like. Your lymph nodes will get built up. Uh, oh. It will become hard almost because oh. of like you, when you put deodorant on your sweat glands, like get uh-huh. filled up and they get backed up. Oh. But apparently, like uh, uh, you can get like you have to get like surgery to get them like removed, and they're like little oh. hard balls in them. That's crazy. Yeah, man, didn't know that. Huh. So they spread up to your lymph nodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spread up to the old lymph nodes. And that's when they were like, hey. Um, you got to do chemo as well. So they were like three rounds of chemo. I had a really solid oncologist, Dr. Juan Cuevas. Might be Daniel. I think it's Daniel Juan Cuevas. Cuevas. Yeah, at St. Louis Cancer Care. He's super cool. Very soothing voice. Founder of Cuevas Rancheros. (laughs) (laughs) Cuevas. Cuevas. I know, but it just sounds like Cuevas. He's a quality dude. So I did chemo during the semester, mind you. Yeah. So yeah, I remember like, I mean, I just, I mean, I don't remember, but I remember you going through it because I would talk. You'd call us. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, how did you like, tr- like, because that part, like, that's a little more like, I mean, I feel like the you're like obviously the first part you're like hoping like okay we take remove this ball yeah. this yeah. is it oh it you would have been I mean? nothing yeah, yeah. exactly would have been nothing yeah. and then like how did you like mentally prepare yourself for like 
going into chemo, going into, you know, I mean, like this next yeah process of it. Definitely scarier than just a surgery, mm-hmm. just because I knew I was going to be fucking ugly as shit. Well, and just not feel yourself, not yeah. feel good. Yeah, um, but you know, I had a quality quality support base is really mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Uh, having Haley around really helps. She's mm-hmm. very supportive, and she kind of just understands and doesn't catastrophize the situation. the situation. Yeah, she was always very calm about it. That's what I remember. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, Haley's friend Allison, mm-hmm. the bridesmaid, uh-huh. she had had cancer as well, oh, so okay. Haley had already been around the block. She'd been like near people next to it. Yeah, so she was she was prepared for the situation, mm-hmm. which is rather helpful. Um, so yeah, really just support. Yeah, because yeah, and it was crazy. I mean, what kind of? I mean, probably sucked somewhat. Is that like you, your family wasn't near? Oh. I'm guessing, huh? I mean, I know Carol but, was near. Who Carol was, but yeah. I mean, that's what you have to do for your mom. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you gotta or some, you know. Yeah, Carol. Carol came out. She came I mean, a lot, huh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then how long? So you were going through chemo, and like, what was like? I mean, like, the only thing I can ever think of when I when I think of cancer is that you've seen the movie Fifty Fifty. I'm sure we watched it right before I started chemo. Damn, mm-hmm. that's tough. That's tough. That was tough to watch for them for me, and so I can only imagine like yeah, it's fucked up shit. Yeah, but it does at least make it. You know, they try to make not try to make it a comedy, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, it's can, like it's it's really real life on somebody like yeah. you're a friend, but you're trying to like act so normal with the person because you don't want to act yeah. Yeah. not. Yeah, normal. like and there's like well, you can't be stressful. For yeah, it. yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You don't want to, you don't want to be the, you know, you want to like bring it up. You know what I mean? You just yeah. treat them like, oh, that's like, well, that's all we try to do. You know, we like, and I remember like, like, like looking back, like I remember at some points, like not that we, I mean, we would joke about the cancer, but we would do it in the sense that we're like, we don't want to make you feel that like it's like a t- topic that we can't touch. But then I remember yeah. times too where I'm like, no matter what, it's it's like in your mind, it's going on yeah i mean yeah and it, it kind of my mindset was kind of it is what it is mm-hmm. which is also helpful yeah because uh, it, it's really not in my control what was going on mm-hmm. so there's you know you were always very calm about yeah. it too there's just no need to be like stressed i mean obviously i was stressed but no need to stress more about it mm-hmm. because it's not something that i can really control yeah and it's and not something it? that i can really help mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's just no need to freak out. Yeah. It's cool. Mm-hmm. And then, so then how long was like your first chemo treatment? How was it when? Oh, the first one was crazy. Yeah, I'm uh, sure. So yeah, they said since I was only doing three rounds that I was not going to get a port. Which is like a. So it goes right here and they just hook the, uh, oh, the you know. They like put it on the and chemo through and much. it just like yeah. goes through. So I got the needle stuck every single time, Mike. Oh. I'm not a fan of needles anymore. No, I can't imagine you would be. Yeah. So the way that my chemo cycle worked is one long week. So Monday, Wednesday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Every week? Chemo. No, no, no. So we would do that uh-huh. the one whole week. And then you'd go a Tuesday, a Tuesday. And then you would go another long week. And then Tuesday, Tuesday. But the Tuesday ones were eight hours. Damn, how long were the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday? So every Tuesday was, you know, the long-ass one. It's only one long-ass one. And you're sitting there that whole time with a needle in you? Yeah. And it's dripping. Just slowly? Yeah. 
Yeah, sometimes they make it really fucking slow. I'm like, bitch, let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah. But I guess that's to prevent you from getting more sick than... Yeah, if they put it in too fast, you'll get hella sick. But yeah, the first time was crazy because, you know, they put it in you and your body just kind of like starts buzzing, just like, what the fuck are you doing to me right Mm -hmm. now? Because, I mean, it's getting poisoned. Yeah, yeah, right? you're, you're Your body's like, your... hey, what are we doing? But, but that, so what are, what are they putting in you? Um, so one of them was bleomycin. I can't remember what the other two mm-hmm. drugs were, but essentially it, it kills everything, it like kill- all the cells. And, yeah. you know, they might have good technology where it kills certain cancer cells. Yeah, or a certain percentage or more or whatever. Yeah. It, it must have something like that, some yeah. backing. Yeah, but it where, kills your good cells, yeah. too. And it drops your white blood cell count way down. Yeah, and so you're they're basically like poisoning you, but they're trying to poison you only a the good poison. Yeah, or like only a certain amount cuz they know your body's going to deteriorate, but Yeah. If your body can de- hold on longer than the cancer cells, I guess that's like the whole Yeah. And I mean, testicular cancer has like a 95, 98% survival rate, so yeah. that also helped with my mind. Yeah, that's true. That. Yeah, that just popped in my head, sorry. You know, you know that makes sense. Yeah. And so then it, your body just went tingly pretty much. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy just like just like a buzz just like hey, like what the fuck is mm-hmm. going on? Um so that was crazy. Uh made it through. It was not a good time, but I I was with Haley. So I was feeling good. Feeling on top of the world, I, I was like, I was, uh-huh. I was chilling because they give you steroids and steroids to like make you feel better or make your yeah, just like yeah helps while they are putting it in. Uh, it might be after. Oh, but like I during mean, the process, yeah. Of it, then they'll put steroids in after just yeah, to kind of make like you that. feel a little better. Yeah, um, I think it decreases a little bit of inflammation, mm-hmm. and um, but it gives you kind of a little bit of booster. High. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I say a little bit, and I mean a little bit. You just feel like okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we strolled out. I was like, "Babe, I'm feeling good. Let's go to the mall. I want some Jamba Juice. We'll stroll around, feel normal a little bit." So I got some Jamba Juice, and I drank half of it. And then on the way home, um, yeah, I started not feeling great mm-hmm. in the mall. So we were walking out, and I, you know, drank half of my Jamba Juice. On the way home, I just opened my lid and just threw it up. Oh, it was disgusting. And then just got, went home and just pretty felt pretty shitty. Just passed out. Just slept. Yeah, I did so much sleeping, dude. Like, I really, I'm sure it makes your body like. Yeah, you. I was just tired all the time. That's crazy. And then, so then you did that for three weeks, or how long did you say you did that for? Yeah, so that each cycle is three weeks, three cycles. Okay, so, so it was yeah. nine weeks. Yeah. So you did like that, that first, right? Yeah, I did that first. So, yeah, during school, I would like take a week off from school. And they would just send me the lectures at home. Shout out to the Maryvilles, mm-hmm. you know, faculty. They're pretty cool. Barbecue mm-hmm. Bob. Oh, yeah, they helped. Uh, yeah, they were hella cool. Little did they know they were preparing for quarantine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like true. You know I mean? they really like, were. They were like, 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 because you were like, and then you went to bed. So how often did you go to school in those nine weeks? I would, I would go um, during those those weeks that I had off generally uh-huh. sometimes I would so need so not during the just not during the weeks that the I hard had weeks, every yeah, day yeah yeah because that's just but during like on the Tuesday week or whatever mm-hmm. you would just you'd yeah. go yeah exactly and I would just you know feel like dog and shit and was it just two semesters for the your school right uh, this, the school that you were in for that oh it was like like to graduate yeah oh dude it was like two and a half years really yeah after college you did this for two yeah. and a half years yeah, yeah so i got my bachelor's and that went by fast <laughs> yeah it's crazy right 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. I've been in school for a minute. Yeah. But then, okay, yeah. We like to get distracted again. Oh, I know. I just get distracted with all my friends anytime I have them on. I'm like, I'm like, sorry, people who are listening. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And then, so you did that for the nine weeks, went to school during, you were going to school the whole time. Teachers were helping out. And then right. after those nine weeks, they were kind of like, hey, this isn't working. Or Oh, so apparently they kind of had the idea that it wasn't going to get everything mm-hmm. because when they looked at my my ball there was like a certain percentage this cancer cell certain percentage this one and a certain percentage of this one oh, three so different ones right oh. and the chemo is only able to kill two of them but the lowest one was like 10 percent or something like that was not going to get killed by the chemo and they kind of oh. knew that going in apparently but they needed a at least make some progress on yeah, the you, cancer. Yeah, take it all down, right? So you make you, everything smaller, more manageable. And so is it almost like, so you you say the cancer spread like mm-hmm. to your abdomen area and your lymph yeah. nodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, you know like what it looks like? Is it like a tumor type deal that's growing or is it just like there's cancer cells throughout? Uh-huh. That's a great Well, question. I was thinking because, you know, the surgery and everything. Yeah, so I know there's for sure tumors because one of the tumors was fucking fat. They send me a report. Of like all the shit, it was like I don't remember the measurements. We did, but like ask Kaylee, it was fat though. Yeah, it was like a ball, or was it like spread? I don't know. Yeah. I assume it was. I think it might have been spread. Like yeah, like a thin but like, layer or something. Like I don't know. Yeah, like a steak. Tasty. T-bone. T-bone. <laughs> um, oh yeah, but so that what we're talking about the lymph mm-hmm. node is. Um, so chemo didn't work, right? Didn't get rid of everything. Mm-hmm. So then my doctor called me and he was like, hey, because we got a CT scan. We got a million CT scans. He's like, hey, it didn't get everything. You're going to have to do surgery. And I don't remember when this was. And this was like, because normally for testicular cancer, right? It's mm-hmm. like, got your ball removed. Hopefully that's it. Mm-hmm. If not, chemo. Yeah. And then this is like like the third, like final thing, right? Yeah. Two? Yeah. So I think I had stage three. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, what stage? Yeah, and they told me there was no stage four of testicular cancer. So when they diagnosed you, did they say you're stage three? Yeah, yeah. Well, once it spreads to the lymph nodes, so, once oh, it spreads so to other organs. After they remove your ball, they found more. And then yeah. they correct that this is stage three cancer. Yeah. And so is stage one just the ball? Yeah, stage one is just What's the ball. What's stage two? Maybe like... Oh, maybe the testicle, testicular cord. Uh-huh. I think that's maybe... And then stage three is what you had. Spreading to other um, organs. And then was there a stage four? I don't think so. I think there's generally a stage four, but I'm... I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I'm pretty sure it's stage three and there's only three stages. Or maybe... I bet you other cancers probably do have stage four and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I know Lance Armstrong's testicular cancer spread hella far, like to his brain or some crazy shit. Damn, really? Yeah, but he came back and won the Tour de France. It's crazy because he? he was hella, he was blood doping. That's why he won. Oh, the, everyone blood dopes in uh, biking though. I like I watched the whole documentary on it. It was pretty good, but I was just like, literally everybody was, and like he has all his stuff removed, but like everyone else who got like second, third, who were also doping, like yeah. nothing happens to them. Blood doping's cool. I'm a fan of Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Live strong. <laughs> Live strong. 
Where are we? Uh, we're talking about basically now how do you get so you're stage three. Oh yeah. And then mm-hmm. chemo didn't work. Chemo didn't work, right. Or so, didn't or didn't work for all the cancer. Right, yeah. Yeah. Good clarification. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I assume it took down some of the cancer cells mm-hmm. in my abdomen. So Juan Cuevas calls me up, my oncologist. He's like, yo, the dog. Right, Wavos Ranchero. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. He's so, like, yo, dog. <laughs> Yo, Tyler, <laughs> you have to go get an RPLND surgery, retroperitoneal lymph node dissection. Mm-hmm. He and I know a guy in Indiana who does like hundreds of these a year. Yeah. And I'm going to send you to him because the people in St. Louis only do like two of them a year. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a that's a G right there. That's yeah. a great uh, doctor. Yeah, he was like, I don't want you going to those guys. Yeah, so I'm going to. How far you. is Indiana from you, dude? It wasn't that bad. I want to say it was like five hours or something oh, like that. Bad. I, I don't fucking yeah. know. Yeah, um, it's not bad. It was bad. in Indianapolis, is where oh, I got okay. the surgery. Yeah, so. Yeah, we mobbed up to Indianapolis. We stopped at that. You remember those pictures of the giant uh, rocking oh, chair? Yeah, yeah. That was on the way to yeah, that yeah, surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haley and I were just like, we got to stop. I remember that. Idiotic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, why is this here? There's so many things. Oh, the world's biggest golf team. Yeah, yeah. I remember it was like most like, is it, was that all the same area? But they just. It was just one town and it was spewing about. It was nonsense. I guess it brings in somewhat tourists. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, we stopped. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess I would too if I saw yeah, a giant like, rocking chair. We have to stop here, right? They should allow you sit to sit on it, though. That's too big. You can't get up there. I know, but it'd be cool if it you could. It would be cool. Yeah. So you stop there. Anyway. Oh, yeah. We're mobbing. <laughs> We're mobbing up to Indianapolis. We stay with one of Haley's soccer coaches from SBU. Oh, oh in Indianapolis? Yeah, he coaches at one of the University of Indiana schools. Mm-hmm. Um, so the night before we stay with him and then, or no, two nights before. Oh, so the night before I had a doctor's appointment the day after I arrived there mm -hmm, with Mm -hmm. Dr. Masterson. Man, these doctors' names, I feel like it's almost like a celebrity name where like, it's like a fake name. What was the first doctor's name? The yoke dude? Oh, Dr. Schneider. Dr. Robs, what is it? Oh, (laughs) Steven Schneider. It sounds like a a celebrity name. What was the other? Juan Cuevas. Juan Cuevas, and what was this one's name? This one was Masterson. I can't remember his first name. Daniel. Masterson's Daniel Masterson, I'm pretty sure. Dr. Masterson? Yeah. Yeah. Oncologist, or um, urologist. Urologist. What is Special and was he the one doing the surgery? Yeah. Okay, so you met Man, with him. Dude, this dude was great looking as well. I was like, what the fuck is going on? He like, so he came in with the button-up shirt. Yeah. He wasn't like wearing a lab coat uh-huh. or any shit. But it was like down to here, like three buttons unbuttoned. I'm like, what? Are you trying to seduce my <laughs> wife right now? Like, what are you doing, man? How's it going, guys? Yeah. Usually my charm. Yeah. My good like, looks Jesus. calm people. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no shit. Um, but then he was like, eat a fatty meal tonight. So it's going to help with like your digestion. Oh, really? I would yeah. think like, or because like for other like certain things at hospitals, like you don't want to eat at all before him. But. Well, I wasn't allowed to eat the day of. Oh, so, so from midnight before. on, he said, yes, because uh, that was the day before. What was, your, what was your fatty meal? We went to Basbo's. I believe it was a burger place mm. in Indianapolis. Um, I had to refrain from drinking beer. I was like, you know, oh, you probably don't want to drink a beer before I have a six hour surgery. Yeah. So that was a real downer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, delicious burger. Very fatty, as mm-hmm. one may imagine. And then my mom was there with us, mm-hmm. and Haley's aunt and uncle were there mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. Were you guys all staying together? 
No, we just hung out a little bit, uh-huh. and then we stayed at an Airbnb with Carol. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and, and then, then that was the day before the surgery. Yeah, so they had to run a bunch of tests on me. They like, oh, they sent me home with a little, nice little cooler. It had like drinks and shit in it. Really? Yeah, for me to drink. They're our, just like basically kind of trying to. I just be comfortable, make you comfortable. Yeah, make me comfortable. Huh? They also want me to okay. drink the right things. Yeah. Yeah. That's what really was in all. there. Uh, dude, I think it was like some nasty ass protein that I did not drink. Yeah. I said, no. I'm not about that yeah. shit. But what drinks? Probably like a Powerade. Powerade, electrolyte type stuff. Yeah, type stuff. Water. Mm hmm. And then, so anything else from the meeting before they told you? Uh, just gave you the rundown of what was going to Oh, go yeah. Down. So, the RPN and D surgery, you just cut straight down. He was like, You're going to like straight the base chest. of the sternum mm-hmm. straight down to your belly button. I'm going to open it up. And then, so for the surgery, he's like, Yeah, I'm just going to take everything out and then find all of the cancerous lymph nodes. And he just kind of scrape it off or take all the cancerous lymph nodes. Yeah. And- I assume they, I don't really know. I'm pretty sure they like cut them and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And burn them. Really? Do they burn them like in while you're? I like, think they burn like do little small burns to uh-huh. cauterize wounds. Oh, like I actually they, don't fucking know. They probably like take it out and then do that or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. I don't a, know. I'm not just a like cut you open, and then what is? I mean, what was like the like? Was there a a rate of like not survival oh, in the surgery huh. or never looked at it? That's a I don't want. I think they do it pretty often. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, because they'll be like, or like some, some, some cancer surgeries are like, yeah. you have a twenty percent chance or whatever. Oh, or like, yeah. yeah. But I think it's like a twenty percent chance of success versus like you're gonna die on this fucking table. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. cancer surgeries. Yeah, know? like hey, we couldn't get. Oh it all. yeah, yeah, you know yeah. That's saying? true. Like yeah. it's like only if the operation yeah, you're not just like you're like yeah, 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 yeah. That's like yeah. Um, but yeah, so he broke it down for us. He was super cool. Obviously, I was like, "Damn, you're a cool, dude." Told me a great burger place. Mm-hmm. So day of the surgery, yeah, I stroll in there pretty early, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Paid for some of the surgery. They were like hundred and eighty dollars. So it's like oh, this is not going to be enough. It's <laughs> not even going to put a dent in. Yeah, what is this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like whatever. We got co-pay. some. Co-pay yeah, we got some for discount for yeah. like giving them money up front. I was like, this is nothing, guys. Like, this is so expensive. Um, so yeah, stroll into the surgery. You know, they get y'all ready. Have you ever had a surgery before? I've never had a. I've never been put down before. <laughs> okay, put down. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, I've never been uh, put to sleep though for yeah. anything. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I've just had. Uh, yeah, actually. I don't think I've had any of that. Like, well, my closest thing is uh, I had a cyst recently. It's the most oh, disgusting cool. thing. Yeah, it was so disgusting. I don't know why I'm oh, talking about that, dude. Yeah, nice. I mean, dude. okay. I'll, do you have the video? Uh, no, I don't have the video. Lindsay was in the room though, but it was like, okay, we're gonna finish yours and then I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, so the surgery day of the surgery. Yeah, I stroll in there. I, I'm pretty sure they had me there hella early. Because they told me not to eat or drink, mm-hmm. and I didn't. During the day of yeah, the surgery. Yeah, day of the surgery from midnight on, so pretty easy. And I didn't. It's a crucial part of the story. <laughs> um, had the surgery. The last thing I remember, um, they like, you know, wheel you in. Yeah. They already start you on the... Um, the going to sleep stuff. Yeah. What is it called? Anesthesia. Yeah. Yeah. The local anesthetic. Um, so they were hopping me up and then, you know, they bring you in, they like transfer you over to like a bed to the bed. Yeah. 
And then, um, and like, how was that? I mean, it was just kind of like, you're just like, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. You I know, mean, you like, just kind of check out. You, you, yeah. yeah you, and you're just kind of like, dissociate from, yeah. from your own body. Yeah. It's, it's fine. You need to shut it off. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, you have to in reality. Yeah, you like, just have to, you just have to, you know, be mindful. They're mm-hmm. like, hey, we just got to shut it down real quick. This yeah. is happening. And they helped with drugs because they sat me up mm-hmm. and they were like, hey, you're going to feel a little pinch in your back. Don't move. It was a fucking huge needle. Yeah. And I like, I didn't, you didn't look really, right? I didn't look at it, but then they fucking stabbed me. I was like, yeah, they're like, don't move. I was like, what do you mean? You just fucking stabbed. I was like, why can't you put this on me after I fall asleep? Well, yeah. It's anesthesia, you guys. Yeah. But I assume it was no, like, no. um, we want you to feel this. What are the pregnant and epidural? Uh, I think it was similar to that. Like a spinal. Uh, yeah. Girls are like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like overreacting. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it just makes your entire lower half numb. So yeah, they do that to you. Yeah, that's and, what they stuck in my back, and I was like, "Fuck!" And then you fall asleep. Yeah, that was the last thing I remember. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, that was the last thing I remember. And then fall asleep. And then how how long is the surgery? It's like a six hour surgery or something cool. like that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they slice you open, right? Take everything out, and really? somehow it's still connected. You know, they, so like they will take your intestines out and your yeah, whatever's just, right there. Pretty yeah, I much. guess it's just like your sitting. kidney or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if the kidney moves. Yeah, but like that far, but yeah, they empty your it out so they can see sure. everything. Yeah, and then yeah, how do they put it back right. I think that's it's their job. <laughs> no, I know that, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, know. I, 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 I imagine intestines are just like they are crazy, crazy. You know what I mean? I think that intestines will also move to like move back where they're supposed to oh, be. I could see that, and I can also see it because I woke up and threw up so fucking much, and you know my abdomen's like stapled together or whatever. You you want to eat a so, fatty meal so you can throw this up after. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, we told you not to eat this morning. I was like, I didn't fucking eat. This is Basbos. Look yeah. at the food. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you bitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, throwing up, awful falafel though because, you know, your fucking abdomen. Where do you throw up well, from? You throw up from your abdomen. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, Almost probably trying to correct itself afterwards, or mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like, and that's why he wanted the fatty meal so that it would probably snake through those uh, intestines. You know, get everything moving back. Oh, okay. I don't know. Though. So then you woke up and fucking threw up so much. Threw up so much. And how was like the? Re- I mean, that was how many days before your wedding? Oh, so the surgery was, that. It was three like, weeks before the wedding. Yeah. Yeah, it was hella crazy. I forgot about yeah. yeah, and that's crazy. The part that we forgot about this whole story is that you were like getting married, like yeah. the whole process of it. Like, yeah, Haley was, well, you know, we were both planning the wedding, but you know, Haley was yeah, Haley taking was charge of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Haley you was hella that. not stressful Other during the wedding process. To worry about. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, she asked if I wanted to move the date at some point. I was like, nah, dude. I'm going to walk down the aisle with you, yeah. whatever shape I'm in. That's cool. It's beautiful yeah. stuff. And I, oh, that was that was a cool, I mean, like, mm-hmm. wedding or memorable. And yeah, so you had three weeks before. Yeah, yeah. So day after the surgery, feel like dog shit. I'm not really eating because I You just have a giant, too. you have a whole bunch of stitches right here? Yeah. Right here? What is stitches, it? I think. Stitches? I think they just dissolved after a while. So yeah, stitches. Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so I was in a pretty bad place. The room they gave us was fucking dope, though. It was a suite. Oh, really? There was like a room bigger than this uh-huh. that was completely empty. And then you walk through that to get to my room. Oh, so there's yeah. an area to hang out and yeah. then an area yeah. of your room. That yeah. is cool. And I had like, yeah, 
Yeah. And shower. how long did you have to stay afterwards? I was there for like two days. Really? That's it? Yeah. Most people stay for like five to seven days. But, but wait, wait, like, like, did they let you? You were like, okay. I was like, Peace out, bitches. Yeah. No, I was fucking, I, mean, I was just, walking all hobbled. Um, but yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really eat for the first like day. I just felt like shit. Yeah. Really couldn't. And then slowly started to hydrate a little bit more. And then. I think I was up walking after one day, mm-hmm. but I had Haley there because she's a PT. Yeah, so, so the PT, like, yeah, the PT checked in with her, and he was like, "Okay, you got this." Yeah, like mm. just like, hey, you know, what you're doing helping him walk, blah blah. Yeah, and then I mean, it, when when I wanted to be discharged, I had to like walk for them mm-hmm. and show them that I could walk. And uh, is that pretty much like the only requirement after that surgery? You have to shit, to shit, and pee, and walk. Yeah, I mean, you have to be able to. You know, yeah, just yeah, do your. You functions. just can't look like shit. Yeah, and they'll let you go. Um, but dude, being in the hospital after that surgery was crazy. I literally had a button I could push to inject myself with Morphine fucking. Or what? Yeah, like a crazy. Yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna use this. You didn't use fucking, it at all? No, I didn't use it at all. They gave me some. Yeah, like, <laughs> they gave me some of the, like that day. Oh, like yeah, just day like, after. Yeah, or but, day. I mean, when you came out of it. Yeah, like they did it. And then they were like, oh, you can press this button if you want. Yeah, like if you're in pain, just do it. And I mean, I don't know. I was, I was like, man, you know, like I'm, I'm not really like dying of pain. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, pain's a lot of it is how you perceive it, mm-hmm. right? So, And I, was, I mean, you had already kind of been dealing with like a lot of pain in different ways. So yeah. I'm sure that you were like, I mean, this feels better than chemo yeah. or you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, yeah, perspective. It's just like, this is fine. And I think, I mean, that's probably like, was a huge thing was your perspective for the whole time you had cancer. It was. Which, I mean, it was very like calm yeah. where I think like a lot, like, cause I, I think me and Josh were talking one time and we we're just talking about how like, like you were like, you dealt with it so good where we feel like, like I was like, if I got it or if like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I would not have dealt with it as calm. And maybe I think it's one of those things where like until you were in the situation, like mm-hmm. you kind of like have to, it's like, fight or flight basically like yeah like you gotta either take it like it is mm-hmm. just like take on the chin and it is what it is or yeah because you were always just so like very yeah. somber about everything very calm like yeah would call us tell us like oh you always like not too bad like i'm like <laughs> yeah i mean it wasn't too bad mm-hmm. it was bad but, but it, was, yeah. it wasn't too bad though and then how long so then you get discharged you leave yeah so we drive back to missouri that fucking was not a pleasant car ride oh, i'm sure not. i was just yeah and right then, that day you would drive all the way back yep we just mobbed mm-hmm. um it, i mean you know it was as good as it could be yeah roads are bumpy yeah, it is bumpy roads did not feel good on my stomach oh yeah um but yeah i just went home got home I guess and just, just started rehabbing, mm-hmm. just walking around the uh, cul-de-sac, slowly but surely. Um, but yeah, and that was that was when we uh, we essentially knew that we were cancer-free yeah, after that. Yeah. So what? Yeah, how how long after? He called like a week later and was like, "Yeah, you guys are." He didn't even like say it. Um, like oh. straight up because I <laughs> I guess it was an assumption. Yeah, um, I, was I, was like, like, I wouldn't have. Yeah, I, I would have like, like, bro. Like, so are we cool? Or are we like cancer? He's like, oh yeah, we're you know technically you're in remission because you're in remission for five years until they. Oh, and so you like, get weekly, oh, not you. weekly, but you get like what is monthly checkups or? Uh, it starts as every three months, then every six months after oh, then two why? years, and then I'm on the one year right now because uh, everything's been cool. That's chill. And then, so you found out one week, one week, week and a half later, whatever. And yeah. then your wedding was a week and a half away. Mm-hmm. And so we knew that entire time. Yeah, yeah. You but know. you were just 
trying to get, we're just focusing on you getting better. Like, yeah. we're getting stronger for the wedding, basically. Oh, that, that, yeah. That's probably what's like pushing you to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I needed to be faster physical therapy or faster, you know, recovery then. Yeah. And I mean, I just didn't, you know, Haley's a, a PT, I'm an OT, exercise science degree. You know, like, wait. yeah, I know that I got to get up and move if I want to get better. And, um, yeah, like, I'm going to, yeah. Yeah, it's my wedding. Like, what percentage know. do you feel like you were at of yourself at the wedding? At the wedding, oh, bro. I, I mean, because I, I mean, we, you you were like fatigued. I feel like, oh, or, like, you know what I mean? like or you would easily get fatigued. I just remember. Yeah, like, I was probably at like eighty percent. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you were still like, I mean, dancing around and everything. Yeah, so I made it happen. Yeah, I had a lot of caffeine, um, a lot of ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. Is that wedding? what just all you use? I mean, you you're always ibuprofen person from yeah, baseball. I, I really don't take anything anymore. Um, yeah, that makes I sense. Feel, I mean, I just yeah. feel fine. Well, also, you're not, you took, I feel like you took so much ibuprofen growing up, or because you're a pitcher. So yeah. your arm naturally. Yeah, I, t- I took so much ibuprofen yeah. during baseball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, generally in okay doses, you know, like two, mm-hmm. but sometimes more than that. No, yeah, I remember, oh, are you kidding me? I feel like, yeah, I feel like you take like two, three ibuprofen every couple hours. Like, when do we, what was it? Tendinitis? Is that what you had? Tendinitis, yeah. It's like, I have tendonitis. I can't play water polo. Yeah. But right. I will play baseball. Here. But I will play baseball. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I just wanted to hang out with the boys. No, exactly. It was fun. And then, so then at your wedding, you decided to tell everybody you're cancer free, which yeah. is like a very like special and cool moment. Yeah. I feel like, and like, was that always a plan kind of? That was or, always the plan. Like, it was always going to be during my mm-hmm. speech. Um, but we told like your Tanner and Dong and then Allison and Abby, and then Logan was yeah, yeah, Logan the, was present the, yeah. when we were signing mm-hmm. our uh, oh, wedding license. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we told them then because you know we wanted to make it special mm-hmm. for like best man, best friend, and then um, Abby and Allison as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, definitely. Um, but the wedding was crazy. Yeah, that was the plan all along to let you guys know during the speech. Carol was pissed. Um, that yeah, I didn't let her know I mean, earlier. Yeah, I mean, you could probably understand from your mom. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but it's all good. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, definitely. I think it'll be you know a very memorable moment, something mm-hmm. that I can look back on and just be proud of. I guess. Yeah, I mean, or just like it was cool being there with everyone who basically mm-hmm. cared about you at yeah. your wedding. Yeah, exactly. And like, like you don't have to like. Po- I mean, you post it, but you know what I mean. You don't, you don't have to like. Mm-hmm. You're just telling everybody who's been supporting you the whole time, like, yeah. hey, you guys, like, in person, we yeah. did it pretty much, like, yeah, because I think I like the whole thing with, I mean, like, our friend group is ridiculously big too. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, how was like, I mean, I don't know, what was your perception of us trying to? <laughs> uh, you guys were fine. Yeah, yeah, you guys, you just, I mean, don't know a whole lot about cancer. Yeah, first time around, yeah. right, for most of mm-hmm. us. So, and it was cool. Yeah, I think the, the guys did a good job. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Really remember a moment where I was like, "Hey, cut the shit." Yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah. And I remember because uh, he told everybody, and it was like it was like a cool moment because it's like I mean everybody was just crying. Like I don't know how to expo- explain it. Like, oh, yeah. and it was like happy tears, but it was still like. Yeah, yeah. But I remember like because then at that point, uh, like uh, everyone was like hugging everyone, and I just like I like to get told Lindsay or the people at my table. I'm like, well. 
if I'm going to go hug Jim, now's my time. <laughs> like, I just went up to Jim and I hugged him. Oh, man. And then after that, he was just, he would like, joke with me. He was like, no, you said you were only going to hug me then. Like, yeah. like bring it in for a hug. Like, uh, the next like, couple times I saw Jim, he'd give me a hug. Oh, I was like, all man. right, Jim. That's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was crazy, seeing old Jim in that element. Well, yeah. And it was, like, cool. Like, I think, like, for you guys, like, that's why you say, like, you don't care. It's not that you don't care that you didn't want to tell your mom. It's just, like, you wanted it to be, like, a special memory to yeah. tell them. You Nobody know will I mean? ever forget. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Dude, the Fourth of July show in St. Louis. No, was yeah. Crazy. Dude, <laughs> dude, we went to, uh, so, uh, I mean, Atwater has their fireworks show, or whatever. Yeah. And ever since, like, well, like, I hadn't seen a fireworks show since that one, really. Yeah. And, then, like, I went to, like, the Atwater one, and I was just like, oh, like, like whatever. Like, yeah. like just compared to uh, St. Louis, which yeah. honestly were underneath the arch, and there's yeah. like a million fireworks. Yeah. Like, it it's like nonstop, like fireworks for like, it's not like a 10 minute thing. I feel like it was like 25, 30 minutes of fireworks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that was hella crazy. But that day was also, dude, before that though, that day was so stressful because we were all like, yeah. We were all at different parts of the park, mm-hmm. but for, I think there's just so many people in one area that no one's cell phones were working, mm-hmm. and like everyone was trying to get a hold of everyone to meet somebody somewhere. But like everyone was calling me, and I was just like, "Yeah, I couldn't even enjoy it till like the fireworks session." I'm yeah. like, "Jesus, you guys!" Yeah, that it was crazy. There's a lot of people to keep we, track. We, of. we went up over the, on the left. I just remember we ended up on the left side, yeah. watching it, yeah. like in that little grassy area. Yeah, just cool. Yeah. yeah. Darch is pretty cool though. Are we, are we went inside the. It's a national park though. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is a national um, park. Yeah, it's just. Like, it's, they, it's, I understand national monument. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That, like I was. Shocked. What do you mean it's a national park? Like, yeah, no, like, it's literally an actual park. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, guys. Like, what is a national monument then? I don't know. I mean, I think it's because they added a museum or like revamped the inside. It was pretty park. cool inside. Yeah, it was cool, but yeah, I don't. And they have national a national park is definitely a stretch. And then I remember when we, we were inside because it was like it was literally because you you guys didn't go with us when we went inside of it, mm-hmm. but it was like basically your family, uh, the all the Womacks, my family, and then like yeah. all the dudes. Yeah, and it was just like it was like ridiculous. We we're all like taking pictures, and Carol like paid to like keep the picture of all of us because you ride on the stuff oh, yeah. all the way to the top of it or whatever. Yeah, but it just like looks so funny because like we're all like standing. <laughs> you have you seen that seen that picture? I we're think all so. standing like holding each other's hips, like looking, like, <laughs> smiling, like a like an old nineties yeah. picture. Like it, it seemed like Jim and like Carol, my parents. Like it's I just like yeah. yeah and then Carol's like, I want to buy that, and she actually bought it. But I was yeah, like, I mean that's a good buy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but it was just like so ridiculous. Yeah, that is so ridiculous. It's probably way too freaking much money too. Like it's only fifty bucks for this. That's Okay. Yeah, I haven't been inside the arch since I was hella young. Yeah, and, oh, I mean, when you went over there, like for the first couple times. No, 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 no. Like, like, like when I ten years old, young. Oh, we damn. drove out to Ohio. And you know, I feel like I mean, you live there, but like I feel like yeah, I had a blast when I was at the top because then you could just look and see everything. Mm-hmm. I got you. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my cyst. Oh yeah, definitely. I, mean, I guess I'm telling this on the podcast. Yeah. So I mean, I had this uh, where cyst on my butt, pretty much on the right side of my Don't cheek. Your fucking ass. Yeah, I know. I have Be- Becker's mole as well. Yeah, and Becker's mole. You guys is a is a <laughs> birthmark that occurs after puberty, and it looks like a girl named Becca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's why Brian uh, memorized the name of it though. No, but so that it was like on the right side of my uh, ass cheek, pretty much, mm-hmm. and so uh, I've had it for like five years. Oh. And like I went to the doctor, and the doctor pretty much was just like, I mean, like he's like, yeah, it's a cyst, but like, and like until like it starts hurting or like it's like it'll be ready to pop, but like until then, like there's no point to like rush it and pop it because oh. it was like very like 
I would say dormant, like a dormant volcano. You know what I mean? It was like very dormant. And then, uh, so the We Nuns came on my podcast, right? Yeah. And they gave me, or like they gifted me like a whole bunch of CBD products. And so I was just like CBD creams and tinctures and pretty much everything that Carol makes. Yeah. And so they gifted me that, uh, like, it was like a good amount, like $200, $300 worth of stuff. And I was like, wow, thank you. And so I was like putting it on like in my muscles and stuff after I worked out. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to put it on my cyst and see what happens. And like it like went down for a little bit and then it like almost just like made it ready to pop. Oh. Like it like it, it was getting like a little tender. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's like making it, which like I think CBD is pretty like a, such a unique uh, medicine product because like it's really like they don't know how or what it does, but like yeah. it may, helps your aches, it helps your joints, it helps pain medication, it helps, you know what I mean? Just everything. And so it like almost made it ready to pop. And then I look online and I'm like, like, can you pop your own cyst? You know, and that's naturally what I'm like. Yeah. I don't want to go to the doctor. Like, oh. Hmm. Well, it was because uh, I didn't know if I had health insurance. Oh, and gotcha. so I was just like, I don't want to pay $500 to, for a cyst or whatever. Yeah. And so then my dumbass, I can't believe I'm telling this on the podcast, but then my, because it's pretty disgusting. And then my dumbass uh, starts to, like, I try to pop it. How painful was that? Dog? And like, because like, it was like, it like almost had a white head. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to like, whatever I'll squeeze it and so I try to squeeze it and like a little stuff comes out and it's like like but not like like a little stuff comes out and then I and then I like stop and I'm like I was trying to pop it for like 30 minutes and then I stop and then I can't believe I'm saying this and then um I'm like whatever like I'm I'm not gonna do that whatever and then I ignore it like ignore for the rest of the day it's whatever and then the next day I wake up and it just hurts and it's infected Oh, and like all around, it's like tender, and I was like, "Whatever, it's okay. Like, I'll be fine. Like, I'm just gonna yeah. like, oh, I, I was like heating it, putting ice on it. Like, that's what they were saying to do. Mm. And so I was like, okay, like whatever, I'll just do that. So I did that for two days, and then the third day, I woke up and I was like, if it's bad, it's still like this tomorrow, I'll be fine. But like, I was like, I couldn't sit down, dude. Like, it was that painful. Yeah. And so I'd like, I'd be like on the corner of my chair right here, like, <laughs> like this, like. Oh my like, god! Like all day, I could barely walk. Yeah, and then finally, like that, the third day, I came upstairs. I was like, I'm gonna wait one more day, Lindsay. Like we'll be fine. And then I come upstairs, and like I just get to the point where like I can't tell if this is getting better or getting worse. Like, mm-hmm. and so then I was just like, we gotta go. So I went to Castle Urgent Care. Oh yeah. When they're fucking cool, they had like some like clinic where like I only had to pay like thirty five bucks. Oh. Like for the two doctor visits that I had, and so I was like, that's and that's cool. all I had to pay. Oh yeah, wow. and yeah, and, and like everywhere else was like, I was like, oh, what's your copay on like uninsured? No, an uninsured walked in, and they were saying it was like, uh, it was like a hundred and eighty dollars just for the visit, but if they do anything, it'll be like you know significantly more. And like yeah. their whole thing was just like thirty five bucks. So then like I go to the urgent care. Lindsay goes with me because I'm like Lindsay. Well, because then Lindsay's like, you know, you could have like staff. You could like she's naming like all these like whatever. What are they like? Uh, infection. MRSA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said MRSA. She was like staff and all, and like on our way there. And I was like, hey, like you weren't telling me this like the past three days. Yeah. Like, we don't got to talk about this right now. And so then we get there and they're like, uh, why are you here? And I'm like, I got a cyst on my butt. And they're like, what? Because we have to wear masks and there's like <laughs> cloth. I mean, there's like, there's the screen and then there's them. And I was like, I have a cyst on my butt. And they're like, what? And I was like, I have a cyst on my butt. And they're like, oh, okay. They're like, what's your insurance? And I was like, oh, I don't have insurance. They're like, oh, you gotta go to the clinic. So then they like, take me to the clinic. Oh. And then they're like. Oh, what are you what are you here for? I was like, I have a cyst on my butt. And they're like, what? And I was like, I have a cyst on my butt. And like they couldn't hear me at all. And so I like I was like, I have a cyst on my butt. Like like that. And then Lindsay's like, Jesus. 
she's like, you don't have to yell that, Micah. Like everybody turned around and knows why you're here. Yeah. And then they're like, they're like, is it painful? I'm like, yeah, like I can't barely sit down. And they're like, do you have insurance? I was like, no. So we fill out this paperwork and everything. Yeah. And then we I sit bed, sit down. And within three minutes of sitting down, they're like, Micah. They call me to the back. Damn. Because I think they put me like priority because oh. it hurt or whatever. Yeah. And so then I go to the back and then they're like, oh, what are you here for? I was like, does nobody communicate in this yeah. freaking place? No. And so I was like, I have a cyst. And then Lindsay was like, because when we sat down, Lindsay was like, so you have a cyst on your bottom or like, like on your left butt cheek. She's like, don't say it. I was like, okay. So like, I was like, I have a cyst on my bottom. And then they're like asking me questions about it. They weigh me and everything. And, yeah, I know. I don't know. And then I go into the the doctor's office, right? Or the, yeah, the room. And uh, the doctor came in. He was like this, he was this very young dude. Like he seemed like early 30s. And he just like, was very calm about everything. And he, when he walks in, he's like, what are you here for? And I was like, oh my gosh, does nobody communicate yeah. with anybody? Yeah. And I was like, I got a cyst on my butt, dude. And he was like, you, you want to keep it or do you want me to help you take care of it? I was like, I'd rather have you take care of it. He's like, all right, let's see what uh, we're dealing with. He's like, where's it at? So, yeah, and I was like, it's on my butt. And then like, I like, I pull down my pants, and he was just like, oh, yep, that's infected. And he's like, well, he's like, yeah. He's like, they basically, he told me, it was, and Lindsay was like, oh, is it like a, a big one? And he was like, honestly, it's not like too bad. Like, like not the biggest, like, you know, or he was there, they're basically saying like, oh, it's like kind of a normal size one. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, I thought it was freaking massive. Yeah. But then uh, Lindsay's mom was telling me, because she used to do hospice care and stuff like that, that like people would have like cysts this big on their back and like, Afterwards, you could like fit your fist inside of it because it just makes a giant crater in a hole if you don't take care of it. Yeah, it's fucking nasty. That's fucked up. Yeah, it is. And because they and they get cysts because like they're just bedridden all day. Yeah, you get bed sores. Yeah, but yeah. So it's like that, but then they did form anyways. So then he's like, yeah. it's like the weirdest thing. So then they're like, it's on my butt. So like I have to literally lay on the on the thing mm-hmm. with like my bare ass showing, like just so vulnerable. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, no, no, I just had to pull my pants down. Oh wow. But uh but then it was just like I'm just like laying there, like yeah. waiting for them. The and then like, the, yeah, ass. and then they just like pull out this giant needle and they're you might feel a little pinch because they they numb it. Oh, okay. And so like, they what? like put it in like in my ass, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and Stuck it in your butthole. Like, yeah. <laughs> And they and they uh they put it in that part fucking hurt honest that was hurt the most they, oh. the needle with the pain uh, I guess it was pretty well I mean they were putting they injecting it in yeah yeah, yeah and it was already uh and like so they put that in and then they like they wait for it and then they just pull out this freaking knife and uh, Lindsay's like sitting like right there like I'm like face down looking at Lindsay like our heads are pretty close to each other and then like the other two doctors are behind me mm-hmm. doing the surgery or whatever it is and so like he like cuts it open mm-hmm. or like he like he goes to cut it open and then he's like whoa and because like it just starts shooting up like <laughs> at him and Lindsay's like oh you guys should have brought a face shield and he's like I know I didn't think I needed it for this one <laughs> and I was like uh like I don't know and then like so they're like, cutting it out and they're like they're squeezing it all out and the lady feels the need to like she's like the one helping out and so she has like tissues and napkins and she's like getting yeah. it and then she just like, comes up to me she's like look <laughs> I'm like oh like I don't need to see this and then like there's like hella blood coming out oh, hella stuff yeah. but she like comes and every single time she shows me like look at this I'm like yeah like I get it like that's what he's doing yeah. and Lindsay said it was just like like he was just like squeezing and then they had to get like a it felt like he was just grabbing a part of my because it was numb but I could feel it still mm-hmm. it felt like he was grabbing a part of my ass and like trying to rip it off like that's what it felt like and then he uh, gets these little scissors mini scissors after he makes the incision and there's a sack and uh-huh. cysts and you have to get the sack out or else uh, the cyst will come back right and so he like is literally holding onto it with like tweezers and then cutting oh, around man. he's like usually you can't get it out like this but it's coming out and he's cutting around the, the cyst sack and then 
after like it took him like I don't know like five ten minutes to do this whole thing, and and then he like uh, the lady comes to me and she was like look at the sack like and I was like it was like black and like looked nasty but it was like I don't know, it wasn't that big it was like a little bit bigger than a quarter I would say like the sack was or maybe a little bit bigger than that but it was freaking disgusting and then it what hurt the most was just afterwards because yeah. instead of having a cyst I just had a knife wound on my ass afterwards yeah. and so it was just better like, than a cyst better than a cyst but uh like the pain was like more than the yeah, like they gave you some drugs no they didn't actually so there's like ibuprofen. No, like, you don't need opioids. Yeah, right. yeah. No, I wasn't gonna. Yeah, it would be like a strong ibuprofen if they gave me anything, and yeah. I was like, I'll just take ibuprofen at home. Yeah. And so, I mean, after that, like he he shoved like gauze into it, and like I had to leave it in there for a week because it, it leaked pretty much for a week afterwards. All the stuff. And did then, you smell bad? Oh my god, the smell <laughs> was disgusting, man. Like during the surgery? Yeah, like after after the surgery. Oh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't. Like, I mean, the, while the, you were leaking. Oh, the first day was bad, but like not like it wasn't that that smelled. It was just like in the room after the surgery. Mm-hmm. It smelled like ugh, dirty cheese or like it was. <laughs> well, fuck. think about it. It's just a buildup of ass. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you could say I have a fat ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh my god. No, but it was just disgusting. And the first day, and then I ripped it off to like change the bandage. It was like blood rushing down my leg, and I was like, "What the hell?" But then after that. I was like really worried I was going to be able to go on my backpacking trip. <laughs> yeah, that's that's literally the only reason I felt like I went to the doctor. Nasty, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was disgusting. But uh, yeah, you survived. I've survived. You survived the cyst. Yeah, you know the, what I mean. The other big C I mean, word. You know, I'm not. I'm not trying to one up you, Brian. But I'm just <laughs> kidding. A cyst, no big. <laughs> no, that's that's my closest thing to a surgery, though. I mean, that's that's a surgery. Yeah, but you were knocked yeah, out. Yeah, I, I guess I is what we prefaced. Yeah, it. the knocked out part is like. I've, I've, I've never had my wisdom teeth out either, have you? Yeah, I did. I think I got three. But I think you only need them out like if they bother you or something like that. Yeah, I don't really know. Dentists are wild. They make good money, though. Yeah. I hate... I don't know. Yeah. I got dental insurance. Gotta go next month. Yeah. Because yeah. I got that new job. Yeah. And so, I mean, let's go, let's go back to the cancer thing real quick. I have oh, one, yeah. One last question. Oh, we back. No, just like, uh, like any advice... Or words of wisdom, oh. if there was anybody like going through mm. cancer or... Oh yeah, for the peeps. Yeah. Um, it's all about your mindset and who you surround yourself with. I was very fortunate to have, you know, a Haley mm-hmm. right there the entire time. Not all people are as fortunate, but I think have good friends mm-hmm. and have, you know, a good base around you mm-hmm. and just know that it's probably going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I would be realistic with yourself, obviously, if it's real late stage. Mm-hmm. Enjoy life when you have it. Mm-hmm. I will say it really made me appreciate life a lot more. I was kind of just going through the things, like whatever. Before. Yeah, you know, just kind of floating along. Um, but this, like, is almost a wake-up call. Like, you're really only here for... You know, 80 years probably. Yeah, like average. Like you better fucking live it, especially while we're young. Yeah. It's a quality lesson to learn while we're young. Yeah. Because instead of like being 50 and getting cancer and surviving, you're, I was 24, right? Yeah. Yeah, 24. And how long was that whole process? Was it about a year? Like six months. Six months was the whole thing? All of it? Yeah, we were, well, seven months because we were done by July. And you were, you got engaged before before this or yeah it was before this, that before this? Yeah. yeah yeah I think it was during the summer of 2018 was when I got engaged yeah mm-hmm. 
But yeah, just a lot of mindset. Yeah, mindset. And I think that that's what you pretty much said this whole entire time. Just mm-hmm. It's just like about having that mindset of like you're not in control, but yeah. you are in control of the, your emotions and how you feel about it. Exactly. And so if you're going to you know, be hysterical and yeah. think it is the end of the world, it's going to seem probably like, going to be the yeah, end of the yeah, world. It's gonna seem, and it's going to seem a lot more like the end of the world versus mm-hmm. if you're like, this is just what it is right now. Got to go through it, like, yeah. in order to get past it. Yeah, yeah. Lots of stuff in life is about your mindset. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. That's for sure true. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a a good learning experience. Mm-hmm. And then a, I'm sure you could, like you just started. To, I mean, like you said, you just appreciated life a lot more afterwards. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just going and traveling. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and accumulate a shit ton of PTO days and never go on vacation. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna live life. I mean, we were just in Jamaica, right? We're here this weekend in California, in Seattle, yeah, Portland. Yeah, exactly. So we're, I mean, we're doing the thing. Yeah, and you might as well while we don't have kids. No, exactly. And that's one of those things where sometimes I feel like I overwhelm myself with like doing fun stuff, but then I also think like I know it's like it's gonna slow down. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just naturally is, and I don't want to like have opportunities to go places and then just not do them because you think you're tired or you think like you shouldn't mm-hmm. like, I just feel like while you're young, you might as well go yeah. out and do stuff. And I think our generation is so much different than like our parents, our parents, you know, all by like 22, 23 had like kids settled and married. Yeah. yeah. We're going through it. And like our generation, we're like 30 to 35 seems like everyone's having kids then there yeah. and like kind of living your life. And it's just like a lot of our parents like didn't necessarily go to college or like, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't like such a thing back then where yeah. now it's like, for sure, you like get through college, you're 21, 22, 23, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you like still don't get married. <laughs> yeah. Soon, Mike. You'll be married soon. Soon, November. 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 Yeah, we'll be here for that shit too. Yeah. And uh, your bachelor party. Oh, a Tahoe. Tahoe's yeah. going to be fun. We yeah, jacuzzi. <laughs> oh, my God. And a sauna. And a sauna. A sauna hey, for a 12 table. dudes. <laughs> hey. Yeah, that's how big my wedding party is. That's yeah. just ridiculous. I'm excited about the lake, though. I've never been during like uh, warmer. Yeah, months. and then some of the guys are talking about getting a boat, or you can you can like rent a party boat, <laughs> and it's like oh, obviously way more expensive than Pinecrest, but yeah. it'd be it'd be like a hundred bucks per person, and then it's like yeah, but then you're out in the middle of the lake. Yeah, that was a great time at Ben's. No, that's so, exactly. Yeah, I'd like, love to. No, at uh, Chris's. Chris's. It was Chris's. Yeah, Ben's. Ben's. Did Ben have one? I don't know. We're not. I don't think so. No, he didn't definitely. I mean, Ben coming and sneaking in and stealing my uh, <laughs> my wedding year. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fucking, what the hell, Ben? <laughs> yeah. But it is what it is. But congrats to him and Amanda as well. Oh, that's in, yeah, that's in three weeks they're getting married. Yeah, that's going to be dope. I'm that's gonna excited. Be so fun. It's I'm gonna excited be so that fun. we're going to go to, um, yeah. so are you hitting Crater Lake? We're hitting Crater Lake the day you hit Crater, or the day before? The day you, after we hit Crater Lake. No, no, day before. So we'll yes. be, yeah, so we'll be, on Tuesday, Monday we're staying somewhere. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday we're staying uh, near Crater Lake. Oh, okay. So we're gonna go to Crater Lake, then go to this place called Tequiti Falls or Tokiti Falls or something like Tequila. that. Tequila, Tequila Falls. Falls. Yes, Tequito, Tequito Falls. <laughs> and then uh, after that, we might go to Bend, Oregon, on Wednesday. Yeah, everyone says that's like a really cool place. It's like a mountain town. I think like isn't that where Cooey used to live? I think so. Yeah, Cooey and Andy. Yeah. I think yeah. they used to live there. I haven't chatted with her in a while. I saw Andy Sivirly not too long ago. They randomly chill? at Rayleigh's. They're chilling? Uh, yeah, they're chilling. They were vid- they're, they're, during the heat wave. They oh, came over here. Gotcha. Cool. Cool Cooler. people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 
But yeah, a lot of things going on. I mean, anyways, we've been doing. I guess how long we've been doing this? Uh, I don't know. Two hours. Hour and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Brian, okay. I appreciate you for being here, sharing yeah, your story. Yeah, yeah. I think that. I mean, I just I never actually like got to talk to you like like I talked to you like during it, but not really like got yeah. to hear like the whole story. And I think like mm-hmm. you dealt with it so well that like you'd be a good person to talk about it. And because a lot of people don't talk about it or if they do, oh, yeah, it's dumb. you know what I mean? Yeah, they just like, like cancer. Try, who, yeah. Who yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, kind of, they, they're like, it's like a taboo subject of yeah. like, oh, I don't want to bring it up or I don't want to. Yeah. And I feel like you've been so open and honest about it yeah. that like, I feel like people, if they are going through something can gain yeah. a, a better understanding of maybe how to deal with it or like, this is how one person dealt with it. Maybe if I, take this aspect of how they dealt with it yeah. can help them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, everybody deals with it differently, but mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Of course, of course. Yeah. Brian, I appreciate you as yeah. a friend mm-hmm. coming down here, doing this. Yeah, yeah no you problem. You flew all the way out here just to do this. Just, just for this, though. No. Oh. Shout out to... And uh, Dong's wedding, too. Richard, Richard and Haley, Haley Marmalejo. Yes. That's tomorrow. That is tomorrow. July... 7-11th. July 11th. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be a good time. I'm excited. I'm excited for it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty. All right. Peace out. Peace. This is it. Real talk. What not? Real talk. That's it. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs>